Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. If you listen to this show frequently, you might have noticed that last week's episode was all about lifestyle choices and things you can do in your lifestyle to increase your libido. And one of the things in there did talk about different methods of relaxation, different methods of movement. And this week, we're going to dive deeper into that more specifically. I thought about how could I actually show you guys this on video. And I also thought about how funny it would be to show you some of these things, because as much as I can do sensual movement, I'm not like into strength building that much. I do it in my own way, but I don't have like a regime. So one of the things to actually improve sex drive is strength training. I thought, oh, this would be really funny to like get out my husband's gear and like do some resistance training and things, <laughs> but um, I chose not to. Uh, instead, I am wearing my sweats for you. So I feel like I'm in the mood. I hope you guys feel like you're in the mood wearing something cozy, comfy. By all means, if you feel like working out during the show while I'm talking, I love it. Maybe follow along with what I'm doing as I explain different things that can improve your, uh, your, your sex drive. You might need a little more time than this show because some of them are half an hour um, processes to do. We're going to talk about five main ones that are easy that pretty much everybody can do. Um, by I say pretty much everybody, I would say that it's mm, most people who are fully able-bodied and or people who are, are maybe in wheelchairs, they can do a lot of these as well um, and, and do variations on some of them. So I hope this reaches a large audience and that many people will find benefits in these tips and tools today. One of the things that I do and I work with in my life is I work with people and I work with their health and their bodies and I look at their lives with them and look at how can they have more joy? How can they have more ease? How can they have more pleasure? And sometimes it's using different things like homeopathics that can sometimes bring them greater pleasure because sometimes there's like a lack of minerals and all they need is a little boost. And sometimes I do other work with them and I might put my hands on, do hands-on body work. Uh, it's really a vast amount of things that I offer. So it all depends. And every, everybody who comes into my office has a session that is uniquely theirs. And it was interesting this week, I was talking to one of my clients and she said, oh, well, I sent so-and-so to you and they did this with you. And I was like, yeah, they did. And she's like, well, I didn't do that with you. I said, yes, because everybody who comes to me is unique and they all have a different experience. And she was like, huh. I said, yes. And at some point you may do that with me too, which, which I did with her. So try not to get jealous or anything like that because everybody's different and everybody has uh, their own thing in their own time. So that is uh, just something to know is, 
if you do choose to have um, sessions with somebody, just think about this. Would you like somebody who works with you, specifically you, creating something unique to you instead of necessarily having like a protocol that's like, you have this condition, therefore we have this protocol, therefore this will do A, B, and C for you. Um, I'm not a protocol queen. I look at everybody who comes in to my life uh, that I work with as a client. I look at everybody as an individual and create something unique for them based on what's going on in their life. And for me, the creation of sort of a plan for them is really fun for me. Uh, it's really fun for me to look at, okay, where is this person at? And then asking them some questions like, what, what can they manage right now? Like, can they manage doing nutrition changes along with some exercise regime? Can they manage doing that and take some homeopathics? Or can they only manage homeopathics? Or can they only manage drinking water right now? And because everybody is unique, I don't have this set plan and I don't have a set time and date where you should have expectations of when you get better or anything like that. And I'd like you to approach this episode the same way in that this is not a hard, fast plan. This is ideas and different methods that have been studied and proven over time through a lot of research. Um, some of this research comes from the Harvard Medical School. Some of it comes from other um, science and health magazines. So <clears throat> there is, there's research out there about exercise and diff how different exercise affects our libido and why it does that and how it does that. And we'll be talking about these main, uh, some main key movements um, that I would recommend, uh, that I would recommend and that I may start choosing more into some of them um, as well on my own. I'll tell you that there are four that I love doing and that um, four out of five that I'll be mentioning tonight that I love doing. And I do regularly, sometimes without even thinking about it. <clears throat> but I'm not going to start with those. I'm going to start with the one that I personally struggle with, which is strength training. And when I think of strength training and I think of libido, it's quite funny to me because I get these visuals in my mind. And one of the visuals I get is like men out there and women out there who are doing push-ups, which is kind of resistance training with your body, right? Um, doing push-ups so that they can like get it on and be on top and be able to like pump it up, up and down, be really active and uh, be super uh, authoritative in their movement when it comes to sex. And I, I like, these are the things I think of like, why else would a person work out like that? Cause in my mind, you only work out for the sake of being able to get it on even more. That's my interesting point of view. So uh, if you're working out for other reasons, heck good on you. I can't really figure out any, I mean, health is a good one, but part of your health is also your libido. So when you're when your sex drive is strong, that is a really good indicator of a lot of things going on in your body that are healthy. It's a good indicator of hormones that are uh, working, functioning uh, optimally. It's a good indicator that other things like if you have, uh, if you have sexual response in your body, where for women, it would be that your vulva engorges and then you get wet. And for men, it's like you're, you get an erection and all these things that, and stimulation that would have your body have evidence that you're aroused like maybe your body blushes gets a little hot sweaty red 
your nipples get hard, all these great things that we love about being turned on can occur and they are indicators of health. I know that's kind of like, what? Like being turned on is an indicator of health? Absolutely it is. It indicates a lot of things. It indicates certain things, even about blood flow. It has indications about adrenal function. It's, it's actually quite encompassing when you think about it. And one of the things to think about too is like, there are a lot of hormones that are not just testosterone, progesterone, and estrogen that we talk about a lot when it comes to um, sexual organs. There are a lot more involved in happiness, joy, and pleasure. You know, we've got things like dopamine and serotonin, and we've we've got these other happy hormones. And I do have a list uh, checklist. If you're interested in getting a checklist for happy hormones, you can connect with me. I have not put it on my website yet, but I'm happy to share it with anybody who sends me an email. And uh, through my website and request, just write request happy hormones checklist. I'll happy to send that to you for free um, until I put it up on my website to purchase. So now's a good time to jump in and grab that. Um, it's like a four page um, checklist that you can use. You can download it, print it, share it with friends, whatever. Um, it's information that I've gathered from different resources. It's not proprietary by any means. You can use it and have fun with it. And um, it has nutritional ideas on there, herbal ideas, movement ideas, lots of fun ideas. So check it out, see if you like it, see if you want to follow along with it and uh, check. Some days you might be like, oh, I don't feel so happy or I don't feel so horny. And then you can just check on your, your happy hormones checklist and see what's going on. Maybe you've been missing something out that day and, or you've done something like had excessive amounts of coffee. So your adrenals are high. So your body's not turned on or in the same way, it's not being aroused. So it's, these are all things you can um, test and check out. Okay, so the happy hormones, and we kind of, I kind of sidetracked there. I was talking about strength training. You can see how much I love it by the fact that I sidestepped it. And I was like, I'm going to talk about strength training, not, and but I'm back. I'm back to talk about strength training and my total aversion to it. And yet at the same time, I have, um, I'm keenly aware of how beneficial it is. And I do, I have to say, I do do it in my own way. I live on 45 acres of land. And when you have that much land and you are a caretaker of land and you actually caretake the land, uh, you end up working out when you don't even realize it. You end up lifting wood. You end up cleaning out things like your garden. Um, like this week I was doing accidental strength training for like an hour yesterday. Uh, doing things like pulling weeds and pushing things like pushing wheelbarrows, like all these things have some beneficial strength training values in them. And they're just not official. You're not like getting out a machine and you're not doing like resistance training by pulling like weights or, uh, you know, doing resistance training with your legs and pushing things, which I, I actually really love um, pushing weight on my legs. So I will do that without machines as well. And I will just do it randomly. So again, that's me not having like a schedule or anything like that. I'm very fond of following my body. And if my body is like, Hey, get up and rock and roll. Like right now, even though I'm on the radio with you guys, my body would really like to like get up and stretch, but it's going to affect the recording. So I'm not going to do that under other circumstances. I absolutely would get up and stretch and do some things um, that would have my, the muscles in my legs um, be able to get different circulation going on. So strength training, 
there's a lot of different options for strength training. I, what I don't recommend is doing anything that's going to get you like too adrenaline high, like too much cardio. Cause there, there are studies that have shown that, that, um, car, like cardio will have a different effect, cardiorespiratory activities where you're going to like build your cardio strength, like running, like if you're a marathon runner, there's, um, there are actually indications that that type of training can be, um, can be quite harmful in a way, I don't know, detrimental to your sex drive, which is surprising, right? To me, it's kind of surprising because I look at athletes and I look at how they look healthy, they look like they've got things going on, but you can overdo it. So people who are in like extreme training mode for um, like building muscle mass or for training for even like Olympians who are training really hard, they can often have a decreased sex drive. And that was, that was also in a, in a study that I found randomly um, when I was looking through different things on sex drive and um, exercise. So those are just some things to look at. You're like, hmm, have I been like trying to work out and like bike 70 kilometers a day? And then I wonder why my sex drive is low. Now, some of you might be in relationships where um, for example, maybe your partner isn't interested in sex anymore. Maybe there was something fundamentally going on in their body. Maybe they had um, a hysterectomy or something. And so they're not able to have sex comfortably. So you've resorted to other things. Maybe you decided, okay, since I can't, my partner won't have sex with me, won't have penetrative sex with me. I'm going to find a resource to utilize this energy that was my sex drive and utilize it in a way that's going to be like strength training. And, and I've actually seen that occur for people um, and they've become very athletic or they were very athletic and they've become even more athletic uh, because their bodies are just like, who I'm going to just like work this out. They have energy and they need to use it somehow. And even though maybe for other people, other people are using it as a sex drive and having um, more and more sex with their partners, um, whatever, then um, they're just utilizing the energy in a different way. So you get that it's, you, you might have the energy for running a marathon, or you might have the energy for a marathon in the bedroom. Um, a lot of those, a lot of that drive is coming from a similar place in the body. So when the energy is being put into one area, say the marathon, then you might not have the energy to do the marathon in the bedroom. And neither one is the right way to do it. It's just to be aware that there, there is a lot of evidence that doing a lot of this, like, um, uh, I'm going to say overdoing it, but that's a judgment. But like when you're, when you're working out like every day, five hours a day, Olympic style competitively, um, you're probably going to find that over time, your sex drive starts to diminish, even though technically there's this um, thought that you should feel more energized and stronger. And, and I've heard about people who are aggressive fighters who do like a lot of martial arts, their testosterone will rise because they're in fight mode and different things will more of those like uh, energies um, and energy energetically it appears stronger and physiologically there's a response in the body with different hormones that will 
be more call them yang hormones like testosterone to get you kind of pumped and going right so yeah these these are all things that you know it's i think it's a fascinating thing to notice is like these some people look really really healthy they look really really fit but their bodies are actually under an incredible amount of stress so their their sex drive has um, diminished quite a lot the funniest thing about sex drive is it shows up a lot when you're relaxed now relaxed is not the same as lethargic right so we do need movement but we don't and we don't need lethargy and we don't need um, to be, what is that seven, one of those seven deadly sins, sloth. We don't need to be sloths or lethargic. We just require movement enough to get that blood flow going, have your body relaxed, have some happy hormones running in it. So we will talk about uh, some other different things to do for your body exercise wise. I don't even like the word exercise movement, but for the fact of search engine optimization, I called it exercise because you guys are not going to be like, fundamental movements for your body who's going to look up that no <laughs> so, so for um for you guys and for search engines we're going to call it exercise for today um but what i really mean is movement um generative movement for your body so we will look more and more at different options for you uh after this break so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight we're talking about exercise because that's the word people use, but I'm just going to call it like beneficial movement for your body because I like that better. So one of the beneficial movements for your body that I was um, 
discussing earlier before this break was strength training and resistance training. So when you think about strength training, you might think about, you know, lifting weights or doing like weight machines and pulling things, being like an ox, you know, pulling weights behind you. Um, great. Those are all great. Now you could get super creative and do resistance training that is um, specific to, to sex. So think about to me, I would say, what kind of, to me, this is my mind. I'd be like, what kind of a movement could I do that would strengthen my body so I could do all the positions that my lover would like really love to do and that I would really love to do. And then, okay, so number one would be for me would be, I would like get, uh, say like a medicine ball, it's like a hundred pounds. And I would like, you know, do proper lifting. Obviously I'm not going to lift it like an idiot and hurt myself. I do proper lifting and lift it so that I'm holding it. Like I'm holding a butt and lift it up and hold it on my legs. Because why? Cause I personally would love to be like lifted up against a wall and like screwed up against a wall. I think there used to be a drink called slow screw up against a wall. And I would actually like to have that in my life. I am a fairly large person. I'm like almost six feet tall and I weigh like 180 pounds. Not a lot of men can lift me and give me the good times at the same time. I, I haven't met one yet because I'm a bigger girl, right? So and I get that, but how cool would it be if somebody could lift some of those medicine balls and just get used to like holding that, uh, holding that. Yeah. So the one drink was called the slow, comfortable screw against a wall and a Harvey wall banger made with slow gin. It's, oh, it is a Harvey wall banger. Yeah. Those, I mean, just think about it. Sounds delightful, doesn't it? And so my, my body would be like all for that. And so as a lover, I'd also want to train in that so that if I ever met a lover, I'd want to do that. And frankly, I, I am a pretty strong, physically strong person, even though I don't like lift weights, I have ridiculously strong legs. And um, I was in a class once here, I'm going to go down memory lane with you guys for a minute. I was in a class once in Vancouver with a bunch of friends and just out of jokes and giggles. I was um, explaining to some of my uh, lady friends that I have an energetic penis and they were like, really? I'm like, yeah, I, sh I sure do. And so I grab, I like lifted one of my friends up um, and she's, she was tiny. I lifted her up and I could carry her up against a wall. So I could actually hold her up against a wall. And I was like, yeah, I'd be so good at this. I'd be so good at screwing up against a wall. Yeah, and now just thinking about that, my, it makes my body really happy knowing that I could do that, do the lift up against the wall. And um, yeah, so good times. I, I remember that fondly. <laughs> it was a weird night, actually. It was a weird and delightful night. I, I tried many positions with many different friends. Um, we all had our clothes on, but my energetic penis does not, uh, does not require nudity. It exists at all times. It kind of like hangs out of my clothes. So it's quite funny. And everybody wanted to know, what is that like? I'm like, well, let's find out. Yeah, that was a little dive into my world, but it was also partly why it made me think of the different strength exercises I would do 
that um, would allow me to get the sex results I'm looking for. Also, um, you know, push-ups totally, and also ones that would do a lot of hip lifting, and then um, some other. I just I think I would go for some fun ones like some extra good squats. Like I do squats anyway. I have pretty good um, leg muscles. I was a dancer for like 15 years of my life. Um, and I had good leg muscles then. And I keep trying to keep them good because there's something so great about being able to um, be on top and squat over a penis strategically. Like there's something so delightful about that. Uh, so I'm, I'm a big fan of having my legs strengthened so I can be like a squat queen. Yeah, you heard it here. I'm like, I love being the squat queen. So think about what you would like to do with your, <laughs> with your body in your, in your love life and your lovership life and look at the movement that that is and if you repeatedly do it and you're holding on to weights, you'll strengthen your body with that. So you can do squats with weights around your ankles. You can do squats holding weight as well. We had uh, some joke days last year when I had pod school at my house and I would do one of the, one of the uh, kids, uh, her name was Quinn and she would let me uh, use her as a weight. So we would do curls with Quinn. And everybody would try and take turns lifting up this 50 pound kid and we would curl her up and down <laughs> and squat, curl and squat, squats, curls with Quinn. It was fun. I should remind her mom that I could let you utilize her for more curls with Quinn. Um, my daughter right now is far too big for me to do that. So I won't be doing curls with my daughter. Um, but when she was little, I loved exercising with her. And parents out there, if you think like you don't have the time, you're like, you don't have the energy to go to the gym, your, your kids are actually gym material. Get out your three-year-old and put them on your legs and lift. Um, get out your kid and do curls with them. Your kids are basically like great for so many things you probably didn't think about. And uh, I know that I'm not the one who invented this because my mom uh, was doing this in the 1970s when like, it wasn't, nobody was really doing yoga back then, but my mom was doing stretches with us on her legs, um, keeping fit. <laughs> and we were her uh, gym because she had no money to go to a gym. So you got stuff around you that you can utilize and have fun with. And the kids love it. They think it's hilarious. So um, yeah, curls with Quinn, totally fun. And if you have anybody in your life, like a little tiny Kurt, who's like four years old and weighs 35 pounds and lets you do curls with him, there you go. Curls with Kurt have fun with that. And you can, so what I'm saying is there's not like a limit to what you can do. As long as you're doing proper movement, you're taking care of your back, you're not overlifting, you're not overstraining and you're doing it and it's fun. That is key is that it can be and should be fun. Make it fun, enjoy it and just do it for as long as your body is happy with it. You know, you might just feel it and you're like, good, I'm good. This is done. So you don't have to be intense with it. It doesn't have to be a lifestyle where you wake up every morning, 6 a.m. I'm going to do 35 minutes of this and 25 minutes of this. You can get a lot of efficiency in a body, even in like seven to 10 minutes of, of weight training. Um, and, and you can have your body function very well and you can get a lot of uh, different things. Like, I mean, you're strengthening muscle, but you're also, when you do that, you're 
creating better circulation. You're going to be bringing in different hormones in your body to let your body relax and have ease and feel happy. It overall, and oh, breathing at the same time is helpful because I've noticed that people don't do that a lot. And you do need to get the oxygen in while you're doing your workouts or you can cause a lot of pain in your body. Remember to drink a lot of water before you're doing this, even if it's like a seven to 10 minute workout, because the toxicity can build up in your muscles and create cramping. And for ladies who are over um, 40, 30, 40, we tend to start losing magnesium in our body. So if you're working out, um, take some magnesium about half an hour beforehand. I personally take some of these magnesiums. If you're on video with me um, that are behind me, I take Schistler cell salts and I take something called MagFoss um, from Schistler cell salt. And um, that works really well for me for any type of muscle cramping. It works really good too if, if you have cramping in general. So those are all great. Uh, and easy resources, those just are self salts. You can get them pretty much anywhere in the world and they're like under $10. So um, they're great to have around. And what else can I tell you? So yes, just consider what is it you'd like to get as a target? Like what's your target with these strengthening exercises? You can turn them into fun because you can actually have them for specific movement that you might do in the bedroom and that you're like working towards a target. Like I want to be able to lift my wife or my lover off the floor and like do them up against a wall. I have to say thoroughly enjoyable. I highly recommend it. But next time that I come back to this world and I have a physical penis, I'm so going to have the strength to put people up against the wall, men, women, whatever, and be able to do that because there's something incredibly sexy I find about it. And I probably will find that true in the next life too. Good time. So we have a lot more to talk about. Um, I have four more things to talk about and I will get through all of them with you guys. When we we're going to take a few seconds and when we come back, we're going to be talking about Kegels. And I'd actually like to do a five minute Kegel exercise with you guys. So stick with me, come back and we're gonna do some Kegels together. Then we're gonna talk about the other three things on the list and then we're gonna wrap it up for the night. So stay tuned, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. 
graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seeker. Z, many of you. <laughs> and tonight we're talking about different movements that are beneficial to your body, i.e. exercises that increase your sex drive. In the first few segments, we were talking about um, things like strength training and um, resistance training. And, and the reason for those is they actually help your body calm down. So we want to do ex exercise that helps our body feel calm, relaxed, at ease, and receptive. Sex is all about receiving, so we want to be in the receptive mode. Cool. So before we went to break, I mentioned that we we're going to do Kegels, and we're going to do Kegels together. So some of you might be like, ah, but I tried to do Kegels and I can't. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. If you go pee and you can stop your pee midstream, you can do Kegels. And if you can't, keep trying because that's a muscle that unless it's been cut, um, which can happen in surgery sometimes, unless it's been cut, uh, chances are you can restore that. So, and if it has been cut, um, I have seen people still restore it even when there's been um, damage to the areas. So we're going to do Kegels together and I might do Kegels a little different than you do. And I might do them a little different than everybody does. Uh, I like to do several things at once with Kegels. Why? Because I'm a bit of an ADHD person who loves doing that. I'm going to give you a little walkthrough first of what I do, and then we can do them together for a couple of minutes. During the break, I was doing them because it's just what I do. Like when I sit around and just sometimes when I'm just thinking, I'll, I'll Kegel it up. Kegel it up, little darling, Kegel it up. Yeah, that's not a song, but it could be, right? Like it's going to be a hit. Kegel it up by me. So why would we do that? Like, why on earth would we even do Kegels? One of the things is that for women, it can create greater lubrication. It can have, you can have better orgasms, more uh, intense orgasms. And for men, it can assist a lot with erectile dysfunction. And it can assist you also with being able to maintain your erection for longer. So you don't have like premature ejaculation. All of these things, great. Um, and I know a lot of people who one of the next things that we're going to be talking about is yoga. Uh, and I would like to just 
say yoga because most people identify it as as yoga is like the thing that people do but you can also do say pilates or any kind of stretching um, will help your body relax as well so um, especially things like hatha yoga where it's not a strengthening yoga it's more of a relaxation yoga so um one of the things you can do kegels while you do all of these if you like and you can just do them by themselves so we're going to do them with breathing and when i first started doing kegels i was probably like when i was consciously aware of it i was probably seven or eight and i had an obsession with holding on to my pee like i did not want people to tell me when i needed to go to the bathroom or how i needed to go to the bathroom so i practiced for a very long time on how to stop myself from peeing so that nobody was ever going to tell me when i had to pee or not and uh, and that just grew into a daily practice for the rest of my life where now it's not so much as a control issue as it's a strengthening connecting um practice right so i encourage you if if uh, you're you know if you feel comfortable by putting your hand right on to your genitals so just hold them like grasping them and you'll be able to feel and you could put you could put one hand like that you're cupping and then another hand just above your your pubic bone so you might notice when you're doing your kegels that you can feel you can actually feel the flex of the pubococcygeal muscle when you have your hands there when you have your plant hands placed there so i'll let you get comfy cozy and you can cup your genitals and put one one hand cupping and one hand just onto where your um, pubic bone is. So just below your belly button, just above, just like around where your pubic hair starts. Usually some people's pubic hair does end to their throat and that's okay too. But I'm talking about like the actual pubic bone. So rest your hand there and you'll be able to kind of feel some um, flexes so what we're going to first do is just take some deep breaths in in and then out and these are just more relaxation breaths there's not a, like a necessary count to it i'll just breathe in and out and then on this breath just notice your hand on your genitals just notice it and and out and on this next breath, what I'd like you to do is, and you can just keep breathing in and out while I talk for now and just connect to your genitals while I'm talking. So breathing in and out. And then on this next breath, when we breathe in, I'd like you to squeeze. It's like squeezing your bum cheeks, but at the same time, your pubococcygeal muscle is a little bit more inside. So you're gonna feel kind of a lift inside internally. And so when you breathe in, Feel that lift and that squeeze and then breathe out and relax. And then when you breathe in, squeeze and relax. So I actually have like a lot of things I do with Kegels and this is just a very beginner sort of step that I do with Kegels. So um, this is something to practice for a while until you get super comfortable with it. And so you're gonna just keep breathing in, squeezing, I'm breathing out, relaxing. Let's do that for four more times. Breathing in, squeeze and relax. 
this time we're going to try and hold that squeeze for the count of 10 so breathe in squeeze two three four five six seven eight nine ten relax three four five six seven eight nine ten and we're going to do three more of those ten so breathing in and for ten two three four five six seven eight nine ten and then relax two three four five six seven eight nine ten and two more breathing in squeeze three four five six seven eight nine ten and out two three four five six seven eight nine ten to relax last one breathing in squeezing two three four five six seven eight nine ten and out two three four five six seven eight nine ten so if you can do those breathing in and out exercises squeezing those pubic coccygeal muscles getting your kegels going if you can do that for five to ten minutes a day for the next few weeks i bet you're going to find a remarkable difference in your orgasms in if you are having um, anything to do with erectile dysfunction that may improve as well penile strength may improve also um, your ability to maintain erection for longer can also improve and for women your lubrication may improve even if you think i'm 70 it doesn't matter um, the more you can allow your body to just relax into this you may actually bring lubrication back you may bring your pubococcygeal muscles back intact so that you don't have things like incontinence anymore uh, it can also improve with like bowel movements to be able to control bowel movements and it can help with controlling urine as well so these are all super beneficial aside from the fact that they can improve orgasm and length of and length of uh, sex as well intercourse these other bonuses are fabulous too plus it really gets you connected to your genitals when you put your hand on your genitals and hold them and then you put your other hand just above your pubococcygeal um your so that you can feel the pubococcygeal muscle contracting when you put it near the the pubic bone so uh, you know i'm a huge fan of of uh, doing this and putting the hand on which i don't have hear of a lot of people doing that but they do it for other methods so i've kind of combined a lot of different things that i know and i like and i think for me this works really well i hope it works well for you too we are going to talk a bit about yoga which i'm sure so many of you are familiar with anyway but why do we do why would we need yoga well to me i would use yoga so that i don't get cramps when i'm trying to do some fun and funky things in the bedroom i um as as i've mentioned i like would really love to be put up against a wall at some point and um also i was once but i had my feet on a bed so i wasn't fully suspended so i have to give my husband credit for that but my feet were on a bed still to support me um but uh, as i'm thinking about it i don't want him to like listen to the show and go yes i did but i'm like no but it's fully suspended um, so so um, also like different movements. Um, I, you know, I like to do things like being in child's pose when I have sex, like I find it very comforting to my body to be able to be like curled up and bent over doggy style kind of, but more actually curled up and 
I find it incredibly healing and comforting for my body. And for some people, if you don't stretch a lot, then that can be very uncomfortable. So think about the things that are comforting to your body. So your body can relax and relax into sex. Cause when you can relax into it, you can have thoroughly enjoyable sex and you don't even have to have sex for an extended period of time. It can just be that your body relaxes so fast that it's like, woohoo, I'm so good. Thank you so much. So um, yeah, I do some, some things like that. I also like to do ones that will open up my hips so that my hips don't feel sore. Um, also the squatting right, is part of that. And so uh, also I like to do things where I can stretch my shoulders because I sometimes like to be able to reach behind if, you know, if I'm in doggy style, but I also wanna be able to reach behind and touch my lover. I want to um, make sure that my shoulders are in good shape for that too. So I'll, I'll often do some, some um, exercises for my strengthening my um, arms where I'll grab my hands at the back. I can do it a lot better when I'm standing. Uh, it, it affects me when I'm sitting. So yeah, and then you just do some of these where you grab your fingers behind your back. So you put your one arm up behind you and then your other arm uh, from your back underneath it's uh, you'd have to see it on video so you can do that you can also um, increase your ability to do those stretching ones by using things like rope so that you can pull your hands closer up um, closer together also if you are into play that is a little bit more rough and tumble it's good to have your body be able to practice those movements um, so if you do like to be tied up into interesting positions doing some stretches that will assist you to be in those positions for extended periods of time. If you're doing some BDSM play, um, you might want to be able to like practice having your hands in different positions or being like tied up in different ways so that it's um, so that you can sustain it without getting injury. A lot of these things to me are all about prevention and more fun and more play and preventing injuries. So look at some of the stretches you're doing and we're just going to refer to this as the yoga um, section and look at some of the stretches you're doing and are they uh, are they creating the results you're looking for if they're not um, i do a series of stuff for people um, related to they they are stretching techniques stretching exercises um, stretching lessons for the body I do offer classes in those for people who um, don't really know any of anything of what to do or there are specific areas of the body that require stretching. So you can connect with me and I can share some with you. I'm happy to do that. Happy to create a class online as well. I thought about that recently. I thought, oh, it'd be kind of fun to create a class of um, exercises to increase sexual libido. I might just do that. I'll, I, you know, I, there's only one of me, so I have to think about where I'll create the time, but it could be fun to create a series of 10, um, 10 different uh, weeks of half hour or hour uh, exercise sessions so that we can increase our libido. Maybe I will do that. We'll see. So another fun, easy one, if you are mobile, um, is to do walking for half an hour a day. And you can just get up and go and walk wherever. So I have a lot of property. I just walk around my property. I also live on a fairly deserted street, so I can walk for a really long time without even seeing another human being. And I quite like that. I 
I like not having to be aware of other people while I'm walking. I find it very meditative. So yeah, have fun with walking. One of the things I always add to my walking is a little walking backwards. And one of the reasons I do that is it kind of resets your mind in a way. It also opens your awareness when you're walking so that you're more aware, um, your eyes become more aware of things on the side view that you aren't normally aware of. And it can realign your spine. So I use it a lot for clients who have sore lower backs or sore knees, and I just get them to walk like 10, 10 feet a day, up to 10 minutes a day of walking backwards so that their body can realign and it's fun. So add some of that in just for your body to have less pain and relax, easy relaxation. And it's such an easy way to release um, different pains in the body as well. And that's the main target is to be pain free so that your body can relax into having more pleasure. We only have one more to talk about, which we will talk about when I come back from uh, this next commercial. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And join me after this commercial break. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we've been talking about exercises to increase your sex drive. And in the last few segments, we've talked about strengthening and resistance exercises. We've talked about Kegels, one of my favorites. Um, we've talked about yoga, stretching. We've also talked about walking. So the three that I do on a regular basis without even thinking about it, they're just integrated into my life, are Kegels, yoga, walking. And when we have our swimming pool up and it's summer, then I also do swimming. Um, I don't do swimming athletically. I used to as a kid. I do like laps and things. For me, I like uh, being just being in water for relaxation purposes but absolutely if you love doing um, swimming it'll help also do a lot of the similar benefits that walking has so you know we're increasing oxygen we're having your body relax like oh stress de-stressing is great um, with swimming as well as long as you like to swim and you're not going to drown and then it's panic attack for you um, i i encourage you to look at all movement that you're choosing and all the movement that you're choosing, look at it is, does this movement create more pleasure in my body? And if your body is saying, hell yeah, this movement's creating more pleasure in my body, then choose it. 
I'm giving you some ideas, uh, maybe because sometimes it's hard to think of ideas, but ultimately your body knows, and you might find yourself tap dancing and going, that was like the best thing I ever chose for my body. Yet normally tap dancing would like increase your adrenaline because you got your bloods pumping high. And like when I used to dance, it was like an intense performance. It was like five minutes intense performance of being um, like it was full on like cardio. There's a lot of jumping in the folklore that I did, like tons of fast jumping. So, so uh, for lack of better words, that's what everybody who sees it always said. That's a lot of jumping. I'm like, I guess that was supposed to be dancing. But if you can't see my feet moving, I suppose it's jumping. So you can get a lot of that movement that is super high and maybe your body feels uh, thoroughly pleasured by that as well. So some of the, the ideas I gave you are not hard, fast rules. They're just things that have been found. There's some research behind them, but if that doesn't work for you, you got to do the movements that work for you. You got to do what your body's enjoying and that your body's turned on by. And I highly encourage you to ask body, what movement would be fun for you today? Body, what movement would create more pleasure for you than you ever imagined body, you know, conversations with body are amazing. And if you don't know about conversations with your body, you might want to check out, we used to have Danielle Carter having a show on here called right body for you. And she asked a lot of questions about bodies, brilliant stuff. I've been in classes with her huge fan. So absolutely go check out her shows as well from the right body for you series that she had on here a number of years ago, but body, if you can have and bodies out there, my pleasure peeps, if you can have less pain and more pleasure, how much more fun would that be? Right? So that's the target is look at what can your body do movement wise that would create more pleasure, less pain. And sometimes, you know, even if you feel like you're not able-bodied, but there are still some things you can do, do them. You know, every small movement is going to help you towards that target. I had a friend once who wrote, if you did one, if you did 10 sit-ups a day, right now in your life, you're not doing any, but if you did 10 sit-ups a day, by the end of the year, you would have done 3,650 sit-ups. And I'm like, yeah, that's more sit-ups than I've done in my life. So it's just something to think about. Even small amounts add up incrementally. I'm not a day-to-day -day person, but I do like to ask my body every day what it would like to do. And it always surprises me. And I encourage you to do the same and see what your body surprises you with. You might find that it is walking or it's like masturbating out in a field. Who knows? It's the movement that your body's asking for. And I encourage you to follow it. Remember to stay tuned in and turned on until next week when we're going to have another terrific topic. So I hope you enjoy Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.